0: What up everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host Tony with my boy Nikki. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, brother. How you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. I feel good.
0: Feel good? You're getting ready for for another great weekend coming up? Yeah.
1: I'm like I'm like lost right now cuz I'm trying to think what I have like, I'm so, like, weird with what date it is that I don't even know, like, what I have planned this weekend. I know what other people got planned for me, so I just uh, kind of go with that.
0: Did, what do you have planned? You can tell your friends. What do you have planned for me to do? Okay. We'll yeah, pretty on. much. I'm,
1: I'm like, that level. You're at that like, level. Yeah, where I'm, like, okay. I have to call people that. Like, you know this, because I call you every time. Like, if I if, if Jose calls me, yo, let's go to Miami or something. I'm, like, I call yo, Tony, <laughs> dude, do we got plans this weekend? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Are we going garage or shopping?
1: Are we? Are we supposed to be doing something this weekend? <laughs> like yeah. I'm so I don't know why I'm just lo- like, and it's weird because I'm an organized person otherwise in my life, but otherwise for when it comes to actually making plans, I just don't. No. I just people tell me I got plans, I'm like all right, cool, we got plans.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, man! So um I actually wanted to talk to you about something. Talk to me. What's going on? July 29th to 31st, Tampa Bay Comic Convention is coming through next week. And, like, as you guys know, you can use promo code GARAGE to get 15% off your online ticket purchases purchases for the Tampa Bay Comic Convention at the Tampa Bay Co- uh, Convention Center. So check that out. Go get your tickets, and you'll find us there just hanging out, asking questions, uh, just fucking doing everything possible. <laughs> so look that up. Go get your tickets, guys. You have it planned out. Ah uh, yeah. You uh, yeah, I have I have I have a a uh, I have a draft. You
1: have a draft.
0: I, I've planned draft right now and and the closer we get to the date it's going to get refined into exactly what I want to do.
1: I have like no idea what I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> That's the best part.
1: No, I just have like I mean literally like I know there's people that I want to see or meet and stuff like that, but in my head I'm like,
0: well, Paul Bettany's been... off the table. They just confirmed it. Yeah, so uh, I guess conflicting schedules came up and he had to back out. No, Paul Bettany.
1: Vision disappeared.
0: Yeah, we lost our vision.
1: <laughs> oh, that's crazy! Oh
0: my god! Well, I We're talking about lost and like losing vision as a joke, I, wow. I read something. Yeah, no, 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 no. But, but this is this is. <laughs> it's all so cold. I know it does. vision it as a joke, <laughs> as a joke.
1: Some people don't think it's funny. Not because yeah. what happened?
0: Uh, all right, so I was reading something about like a, a lot of current movies, um, usually. Back in the day, no, I wanna say back in the day, but the movies like usually in the 80s or 90s usually have like a last line that would end off the movie. Like this is the last line of the movie, like a heroic uh, send off or something. So I read something and it came, it was real interesting. And a lot of the comics were comments in it was good. So I wanted to ask you and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Yeah. So if you were to make a movie about a villain sacrificing themselves. For the hero, what would be the last line? What would be their last line?
1: A villain sacrificing himself right for there. the hero. So the villain becomes an anti hero type thing. And then, okay, what would be his last line?
0: What would be the last line for the villain knowing that he's sacrificing himself for the hero?
1: Okay. Um, trying to think. Last line for a villain who sacrificed himself for hero.
0: So it could be something he said. Th- the villain could say to the hero something. The villain would say. No, no, no. I as his it. as his last word that like nobody heard and just him.
1: Um. I, I guess it would be something like, you know. Now who's the better man? Ooh. I figure because if you're gonna be at a villain who does that, like. Might as well be a petty motherfucker. Sorry, like, but just yeah. be petty. Just be like, I'm, I'm doing something so courageous. I'm gonna make you as a hero look bad. Look like shit. Exactly. Okay. So who's the better man?
0: Mine's, mine's was. Um, I promise you will always remember me.
1: It sounds like you're about to take his virginity.
0: <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I took, I took it as it, it's, it's actually. No, I get it. What's funny it, what is, is what, they that, did. Yeah, but. what they did, but it, it's also. I got that line, which is funny, from a song by Coheed and Cambria called Deranged, which it was for the Batman Arkham Knight series games. Yeah. So the song, it literally talks about that, like in the perspective of Joker telling Batman, like there's no Batman without Joker, but there's no Joker without Batman. Yeah. So like if I die, there's nothing for you to live for. If you die, there's nothing for me to look for because you are exactly my equal counterpart to whatever yeah. I'm trying to do. So at the end of it, I promise you will always remember me if I you get me because if you die, there's nothing for you to latch onto as something so villainous for you to stop. And for the perspective of the Joker is something so heroic that his is his his his, uh, his his antagonists are his opposite pretty much.
1: Oh, then I have a better one. If we're gonna go with that whole thing,
0: that that's the idea I went with when I read. It, I'm like, wow, that and and that song came to mind. I'm like, I love that line for that. Was like one line with that. Go.
1: Um, I guess I won.
0: Ooh, that's even better.
1: Like I just I just want to. The thing is, is that a, a good see the thing is a good villain doesn't necessarily have to be because this is my whole thing when when a villain does heroic things, it bothers me when. They literally become undistinguishable from the hero. See, I don't like that. Because it's like, okay, they are obviously having an arc. They're changing. And it's okay that they're doing good things. But I don't like it when their personality starts to adapt to something where they're in. You can't tell the difference between him and the hero. No. Yeah. It's just more interesting when the villain it's so does VR. good things, but he's, still, he's still just bitter. Yeah. He's still cocky. And he still ha- carries that hatred, even though... Perfect example always gonna be is um uh Vegeta. Okay, Vegeta's always a good villain for me. I always like him as a villain, even though he now is a hero. Because even him being a hero, he's a dick, yeah, like and he still just still carries on that same banter, and the same like yo, I don't like you type attitude, even though he is part of the hero group, yeah. So uh, that's what I mean. I mean I mean now they they they've, they've kind of made jokey versions of that like the anti-hero but what I'm saying is I always liked Vegeta because of that because he's always been just even yo know, even because but even because, even when he is part of that group he's like yo I I just don't like you but his, like,
0: but <laughs> the thing is Vegeta's ambition is to be the best the best Saiyan in the world yeah. the best fighter but the more more like the the big the best Saiyan in the world the ki- the prince or the king of all Saiyans yeah And I I guess that was that's his straight up motivation I don't know I understand why he'll make he he would be a villain Mm -hmm. But I think if I'm thinking in the terms of somebody more psychotic That his last moment he had something that was courageous or righteous Really that that completely fucked up the idea of who he was throughout the whole thing
1: but I, I do like what you kind of brought up because you brought up a, a, the most classic uh, hero and villain. uh Duel, right? And the thing is, there was never really any kind of redemption with the Joker, right? There's no there's no kind of like the Joker did something good or whatever. No. Um, but I like what you said. It's, it's like if the Joker is about to witness Batman getting killed instead of allowing it to happen because, one he's the only one that feels like he deserves that honor. Yeah. For killing him. Right. So he's not going to stand for that. And he knows that if he allows it to happen, he's just going to live in that kind of pain or regret or whatever. So for him to sacrifice himself for the Batman and not even in a benevolent way, just going like in a way of like, yo, I ended this. You like basically saying like, I ended this. You didn't.
0: Yeah. So. It's like, I, I, you, I didn't win. No, is it? You didn't win. I just lost. I
1: gave up. Like, nah, yeah, something like that. Some
0: there's another line that's in there in the song if you if you get to hear it. And this one it, it ties in everything that we were I was just talking about. It goes, When I'm gone, your world will prove empty. I've heard
1: something like that before. I forgot I where like, I've heard that, but I've heard that before.
0: So yeah. So okay. That was it was so we went for bitter a, like that. A bitter. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into to some see. topics. These Whatever. these these are some fun topics. Okay. All right. Okay. So, um <clears throat> excuse me. They already have announced a official date for the Insidious Five. Insidious Five. I don't know why they're doing it. Uh, Sony officially announced. Is that, are
1: we at five already? At five already. We are. Yes. I'm trying to like the last one.
0: The, the last one that came out was five years ago.
1: But I'm, and yes. this is. Okay, this is just based on the lady, right?
0: Uh, they haven't said no. No news has come out of um, what the synopsis it, is at
1: because it was Insidious one and two, and I know how to do with the gentleman, yeah, right, and that that whole story, which I thought was great,
0: but him and his wife branched out into the other. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no. That was you talking about. You're not talking about that's not Insidious. That's, no, no, uh, no, no.
0: Sorry, not Insidious.
1: That's something else. But I know what you're talking about. But yeah, they that they Annabelle, literally... the
0: Annabelle series.
1: Not the animal, but the, the couple, I know, yeah. because they, they came out with the one, the devil made me do it. Yeah. And that was, that was like, not even two years ago. Um, however, but, yeah, the insidious was the the old lady. The, yeah, the old, old lady. lady. Yes. And the, the, the two assistants that she had. Yes. Right, okay. But, um, yeah, the, the last one was something about keys.
0: Yeah, so the first two was centered around the Lambert family mm-hmm. as they were attacked by the supernatural forces. So the next one is still in development. Um and they do have Patrick Wilson and Ty Simpkins returning to star and, and in the movie.
1: But that was only from the that was the guy from the first two movies, right? Yes. Well I'm wondering because you know, okay, so remember, after after I want to say one or two? No, after one, um it was no after two, sorry, after two, it was a prequels. Yes. So this one I'm guessing they're trying was- to do a a, Continu- sequel.
0: a sequel, a a continuation. Then.
1: Continuation, which means, if she's in, if she's in it, mm-hmm. she's not. She is. A, she's a spirit.
0: Yeah, I'm. thinking think I'm thinking that's what it would be.
1: Okay, so maybe he takes over for her for that team. Yeah, that actually be interesting. Maybe, but I don't know if he's like yeah. But he's sensitive. I mean, I wonder if he would be the the psychic for that team.
0: He'd be like the new psych, the new her. Yeah, the new psychic. Uh, like they, they
1: know what they're doing. The the the, the two guys, the with team, the, yeah, yeah. The team knows what they what they kind of doing. But they need this, just, they need somebody a with a psychic ability, and he kind of has it. So they ask him to take her, take over for her. That would be interesting. That would be. So
0: okay, I like that. You like that?
1: <laughs> well, that's it. That's if they do the story we just gave them.
0: I know, right? Next is now we're really into this world where Disney is making. A shitload of live action. So, uh, a recent movie that came out and I showed you the trailer was Marcel the Shell with Shoes On.
1: Yes, that was
0: Disney. No, that wasn't Disney. Okay, but the director of that movie, okay, is actually making a Lilo and Stitch live action remake. Oh, huh. they're working the two projects they're working on right now. I know it's Hercules and Lilo and Stitch that I they recently got announced.
1: So. They're making okay. So this is not gonna be a continuation. It's gonna be the original little.
0: How do you make a live action? Of that?
1: Like that was huge. If it, I mean in the cartoon itself, it you know feels low key. But if you think about yeah. it overall, live action wise, yeah. it's huge. It's it's Miss Marvel, not Miss Marvel. Uh, uh Captain Cap, uh,
0: Miss Marvel, the show.
1: No, no, the movie. Uh, Captain Captain
0: Marvel. What are you talking about? The, okay. the
1: movie. What about the movie with uh with uh Samuel Jackson when he's younger. The Captain Marvel. F- Captain Marvel, yeah. The first yeah. one. It's that level, if you think about it, because it takes some of the, at least 15, 13% of something of like the movie, something like that is in space. They're dealing with, you know, a lot of CGI characters. Think yeah. about it the shark guy, or, um, you know, the other two aliens that were there, yeah. plus Lilo, sorry, plus Stitch, and not to mention all the council, the, the, the spaceship. You know yeah. the and the kind of destruction that he can actually cause in the in in Hawaii. So, yeah, but so even though the show the movie seemed low key because it was a cartoon. Yeah, the movie would have to be huge production. Oh, it would be. That's what I'm saying. So I'm trying to think how the hell they can. So
0: Disney's gonna pull it off. Disney will. And you know what's something that he, and and a lot of people should put more respect into Lilo and Stitch because and and somebody brought it up and I was like, oh my god, that's so true. So, you know how they said Frozen is the, they would say Frozen is the first, uh, Disney, one of the first Disney movie that the girl is like a damsel in distress. Like, is that a super, is that a guy that's saving the girls? Is two sisters. Yeah. And their bond together is what they, they got to overcome and yeah. their difficulties. If you think about it, that was Lilo and Stitch the whole time.
1: It was, but it was, the thing is, I think the reason it's not comparative is because, well, they don't put it as comparative. Because it, it was not the
0: center of the story
1: well because it wasn't a uh, princess or you know prince basically it wasn't it wasn't any of those royalty kind of things right it didn't deal with anything think about it. all the disney princesses technically they're not princesses these are just normal people so that's why they're not really kind of going into that mm-hmm. i guess that's why the the comparative nature is not really there but yeah you're right
0: yeah and and i'm think no that's i would consider that the first sister disney animated movie that deals with the fact that it's a bond between two sisters that overcome something. What then, I want to know then Frozen.
1: Well that I want to know is the biggest the most difficult. Cause, I mean Stitch doesn't talk. Stitch kind of just growled. he talks towards
0: the end but he growls. He growls his words crosses.
1: yeah. So it's not really that the the voice for that is not as important. I mean not that it's not important but it's not, it's not really as and it's going to be CGI'd so it's going to you know whatever. So the biggest casting is has to be Lilu. The reason I say that is she was weird and I loved her for being weird. Oh yeah. That was the whole point is that she was a weirdo like that.
0: I want I want a no name actress. No, but I need
1: but it has to be somebody who could pull it off and not come off like you know um like uh um Ant-Man's daughter. I'm not saying cast her, but you saw the way she was in that movie and how looked like bizarre, like yeah. different and stuff that she was into. And she pulled it off really well. Somebody who can pull it off that well, but obviously, uh, you know, like a Polynesian descent.
0: Yeah. No, of course. You want the, you want that little bit of quirkiness into it. That's what I'm saying. It has to be super
1: quirky, especially for someone quirky that, and believable.
0: Like, because I, you don't want it to be quirky and put like like throw it in your face like it's overdone. No, quirkiness. that's what I'm saying. It
1: has to be some like literally. I feel like this person almost like uh like you just believe these people are just like this in real that's life.
0: That's just normally them every day. Yeah yeah <laughs> that kind
1: that kind of weird, yeah so and the thing is what age I'll, to make them too, because she in the mo- in the movie you think she was like five like she was like, i mean, I don't know, she looked really you, young you want
0: her to be like between five and nine, and the sister to be at least early twenties, yeah, that's what you want you want that they have enough of a gap that you know there's a difference, but not so far apart that they don't relate to each other that much. Something. Like it's too much of a distance of an age gap that you can't be like oh. No,
1: yeah, yeah, You no, but you need that. Like you need them to be able to connect, and so she has yeah. to have that age where she can do stuff on. So her own. within ten
0: years, so I think un- maybe nine, and the the sister's nineteen, so she's just barely legal, so she's just getting by.
1: Yeah, and she has to like kind of she's she's taking she's she's,
0: she's becoming the more guardian. She's taking the guardian role. That's
1: another good casting too, though, sister.
0: The sister, yeah. Yeah.
1: Had a crush on the cartoon, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, no, um, but yeah, it would be it would be interesting to see. Who well, they so cast far
0: from. Marcel and the Shug at, is ninety nine at rotten tomato right now as a ninety nine. So, really? Yeah, it's just because it was at a hundred and now it's just dropped to ninety
1: nine. I want to watch it. I one jerk dude that always wants to. Yeah, have. one. Fucking Actually, ass. you know what I was thinking? You know who'd be the funniest cast? Like, I hope they cast somebody famous for this role, even though this person really doesn't have a big role in the movie, but they're uh, but they're the one uh white fat dude in like that's always getting over tan, that's always his eyes. oh eye my falls. god like that would be the funny like whoever does that would be the funny because it would be such a small quick uh scene but that character always stands out
0: yeah you know who I wanted to be I, and and Jack Black <sighs> not Jack Black this is i don't even know his name i I'm not even he's been uh, he has been the ultimate Background actor of all time it's, He's a He's Caucasian, red hair He has glasses, he's kind of big he was, a, he was in a lot of high school movies okay. But I can't remember his name I have to find him
1: Okay but I got one better, for, well not better I got one for you oh. I, that, Just based on aesthetic alone Uh huh. Do you remember um, The one with John Cusack Where what, They were like in the middle of like a, The middle of like a, like a hotel in the middle of nowhere but they find that there were like personalities. Oh,
0: yes. Um, uh, Identity. Identity.
1: The guy who actually had all the characters in his head.
0: Oh, what's, I'm going to pull up. He always
1: there. plays like that weird. He was, in, he was in Constantine as well.
0: Yes, he was.
1: He always plays like that really bizarre kind of guy. But I just can see him do it. I mean, I don't know how old he is at this point, but I could just see him. Do uh,
0: Pruet Taylor Vince. What do you think? yeah
1: does he not look like the like yeah
0: just <laughs> yeah he so. looks he was an identity the the legend of 1900 miss uh mississippi rising yeah i'm completely down for that he's
1: i think it would be i think it would just be an interesting character just to play in those like random scenes it was i like just that one guy yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just shaved and everything
1: yeah it would be funny Oh. So okay, live action Lilo and Stitch.
0: Live action Lilo and Stitch. I would be weird if we, because you know what's funny. How long have we
1: been waiting for uh, Little Mermaid?
0: For the longest.
1: And I, like I feel like all these other movies get bypassed. So I wonder. I, w- I would laugh if this movie gets bypassed over Little Mermaid.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, well, I don't know Little Mermaid. Well, like they've, they've been
1: they've casted it. They've shot it. About, I I think they're in in production. production. I think
0: they're in production or just finished for it. I think they're in production.
1: I'm just wondering if what is it? Because I feel like I've heard about that movie years ago and I have yet to even see, like, I've heard, I've seen fan made stuff, but I don't think I've actually seen the cast in in outfits or anything like that.
0: I think they did some photos, like, I think they did the pre production photos of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure much about it. So the next one is another movie that is being announced, and yeah. I'm not even sure. First one, I don't even know why it's. I understand why it would get made. I don't know, and I understand why, but I don't know why. If that makes any sense?
1: <laughs> okay, you're gonna. I to understand why they're making it. Context to your whys.
0: I understand why they're making it for the appeal of the certain audience they're trying to get to, but when I saw, I'm like, why? Like, really? Like, do you really need to make this? And this one, and I want to get your natural reaction. I don't know, maybe you heard about it. So, this one, it's called Passion of the Christ, semicolon, resurrection.
1: Okay, what I don't understand is why you think there is a reason to make this.
0: No, for you know the people that are super religious, and but even why, though there was like, a controversy from the last one because of how uh, brutal it was to depict that, but I'm like, it 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 should have been left at that. Even though I understand, I, I understand why it was getting made because it's gonna no no feel- okay.
1: I can understand why that was made, in a sense. I mean, you know, like that's fine. That religious dogma of it, like I, I get, and then um, Mo Mo Gibson all that stuff. What what I'm saying is, what the, <laughs> hell, what is the sequel for? No, that's, no, that, that's no the, I understand the original, no, no, not no. this one.
0: I understand why they're making the sequel, just because they're going to do a continuation and people. And, of what? Of, of, of where he left off, because now it's going to be the resurrection. Okay, but what was
1: it? Okay, wait, hold on. Here's the first part. Shock as you will, I've never saw the original. Okay. Right? So I know the story. I'm Catholic. I know the story of, yes. of you know, the, the, crucifixion the resurrection yes but they never actually did the resurrection in the first one in the original
0: in the original it, it ended where he he was resurrected like you see the rock move and you see him you see his two feet stand and then you see like the sun blaring between his legs and him walk about to walk on it fades to black that's where it doesn't continue on after that yeah that's where it stops so this one is apparently going to continue from that point on but if I, it, I, I'm I i not really biblical or I don't know, I, I don't was think raised, they but I don't find remember. Him. But I think it's he lives for three days before he goes to the heavens or something like that. I don't know. But they're just they're doing and they're getting back uh, Jim, uh, Jim, John Caviezel.
1: Yeah, but it's like 20 years old in it.
0: Uh, Almost. Almost. It was 18. So it, was, it came on three
1: days and 20 years later, basically, at this point, like. Yeah, like I mean, what are they gonna age him? Like I don't. Understand. No, he's
0: he's gonna have a huge beard, so he's gonna, and because he, he, he's gonna Still have twenty huge, years different. Yeah, but he, like, <laughs> I guess, they're gonna be like he technically died, so he's not gonna be like. I mean, I don't re- care how rejuvenated my, how well, he's gonna be a little bit, a little bit. De- yeah, to age him.
1: I've just started like I'm, yo. No matter who it is, you can't tell me. Let's say the person that defies aging the most is gonna look the same twenty years. Um. um uh, not. Mil- I was gonna say uh, what's his name? Um, not Tom Cruise. Uh, uh, I don't know any of these actors. They. They. they yeah. They defy age, but they the still ir- look. The, the Irishman. They still. Well, the aging. as you go. That's the aging. Yeah. Because I was about to say like, but they, I don't know, man. It's. It was a controversial movie. It Was interesting when it came out. People watched it. The people that loved it watched it. Whatever. But I don't see one the reason that movie was so uh, interesting provocative not because it was a religious movie cuz religious movies comes out all the time is the visual aspects of what they cuz the thing is when religious movies are interesting or when they're they make it into a more mainstream cinema in a sense right cuz think about it if you're not really religious you're not going to watch a watch a religious movie unless there's something provocative in it you know the the last temptation of christ um, all these different movies that they basically touch on provocative topics, a lot of people get into it. But if you're literally just gonna go ahead and remake something, especially based on this, it doesn't even seem like it was something that was very well known as far as storyline in the Bible. Because I know the resurrection, I don't know about any of that stuff, uh-huh. or I don't really remember. I mean, remember
0: I you were it, but just remember it. That's the that's I'm
1: sure I heard it in, in some sermons, but not to the point where I can actually tell you the, in detail what happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's it feels like it's not. I mean, it's so there you go. That's like like it just feels like it's not gonna reach anybody. Like yeah, people because the first one, you know, again, religious people watched it. They were told to watch it by their church and stuff like that because it was a very instrumental part of the like. It's something that we that even as Catholics, we not necessarily we, we recall every year. You know, right? Um, uh, Good Friday. You know. Yeah, uh, Easter Sunday stuff like that. That that is a story we literally re- recall every year. The story they're about to tell us Is Easter. Technically, I don't know. I feel like they already did Easter at the end of this one, so I don't know. I just feel like one, and even if it is something they do, is it going to be a story that's going to be intriguing or provocative or?
0: Well, this is Mel Gibson. getting yeah. into it. So I just feel like I don't <laughs> know, especially twenty years later. Why? I know that 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 threw me off, and and, and like I said, I understand I know why. All the, why. The, I know all the stories in the all
1: the stories in Bible that Mel Gibson can touch on, it just seems like a very weird one.
0: Yeah, all right, but so, the, this, we'll will we'll, we'll keep moving.
1: I mean, so and if, please don't. Is that the actual freaking name?
0: Yeah, it's Res, uh, Passion of the Christ Resurrection. Like Yo, it has a have a semicolon. I have literally seen. Is it semicolon or colon? I think it's how colon. much? One. Oh my
1: god, I have literally seen. Family got to make fun of that.
0: Of doing the colons?
1: No. Of... Passion of the Christ? The sequel. <laughs> like, I know there's a joke about it, like... And it literally says something about Resurrection. So I'm like, so... Uh,
0: this is okay. literally something
1: that people have memed, bro. Like, they've yeah. joked about. And they're literally going to make it... Oh, anyway, sorry, sorry, continue, yes. sorry. What's the next story? The
0: next story is... um. <clears throat> Another a new horror movie starring JK JK Simmons and Ryan Quantin. Quantin? He was in um Dead Silence, True Blood. Um he was in I know who he is, yeah. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, he's uh, actually the last time I saw him he was in an episode of um uh oh my god, why am I blanking on it? Uh Creep Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in an episode of Creep Show.
0: So he and J.K. Simmons are doing a movie called Glorious. And it's going to be about uh, Ryan Quantum trapped inside of a restroom, and the evil entity is going to be played by J.K. Simmons.
1: What? It's a haunted
0: bathroom. So it's in Gloria. So here's the plot. You ready? (laughs) Ryan (laughs) plays a young man who is spiraling out of control after a bad breakup. His situation worsens after he he finds himself locked inside of a rest stop bathroom with a mysterious figure speaking to him from the adjacent stall. As he tries to escape, he realizes he's an unwilling player in a situation bigger and more terrible than he could imagine.
1: Stuck in a bathroom. Yes.
0: <laughs> Yo, yeah. I. This is. The, the, I hey, listen. I. It, we, what was the movie with the elevator, which which wasn't bad. The devil. The devil. It yeah. wasn't bad. No. They, they were just stuck in the. You're like, oh, the elevator. But the, see that's that still seems interesting.
1: Even if you, the thing is, you can tell me that was a plot, and I still find that interesting. But this guy's stuck in the bathroom. At a bathroom. And at then, a, the, at a and then, basically, 11. the ghost is the guy in the next stall.
0: Yeah. The secret, enti- the, the evil entity. I don't know. It looks, it looks to the side. You want to no play feed. a game? Actually, you know what? Oh, my God. That would be funny if it has, like, a little, little glory hole. It's like.
1: Oh, what the hell? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a devil's dick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <So laughs> <good.
1: laughs> um, You know what's so weird is that as I am somebody oh, who man. has experienced. Well, glory holes? No, people trying to talk to you through the others. Like. And I just don't go, like, I really don't respond. I just stay quiet. I've, I've sang I,
0: along with other people.
1: I've had, uh, dude, it's just, even though I'm
0: off, I'm like off, like, I don't have no type of tone. And I'm I've had, i passing along.
1: I've had kids, I guess, like, uh, their parents send them into the bathroom and they sit in the stall oh. adjacent to it, like the next stall over, and they try to get my attention. Hey sir. hey, sir, I'm like, I just stay quiet because I'm like, I'm not about to engage with the conversation <laughs> with anybody. You know, in a freaking bathroom, I'm like, "Oh man, I'm not gonna hand you toilet paper. Leave me alone. Toilet paper. Leave me alone." Oh snap! But it's funny as it sounds, and the way thing is, is I literally just saw something on Facebook that popped up where it shows me clips of these mo- really obscure movies. Yeah, and that movie, mind you, the movie I'm just about to tell you seemed more interesting, where it was about this guy who, I guess, he got robbed so many times, his car got jacked so many times that he created a basically a Saw-style trap. <laughs> they tried to steal his car? No. Yeah, that's what happened. So the guy broke into his car, and then realized there was no way to get out. Oh, fuck. Soundproof. <laughs> nobody can see inside, nothing. So the guy was trapped inside the car, and the guy would talk to him through the radio, basically saying that I'm going to make you suffer because...
0: You tried to steal my car? Yeah,
1: because... So basically, the guy tried to break the windows, couldn't do that. And again, nobody outside of it, literally in the public area, can hear it. So he's just basically starving to death, Dying in the car. I have to watch this movie. It's a weird thing, but that's what I'm saying. It's weird, but this one yeah. is just yeah, it takes the cake. Oh yeah, and it's and the fact that it was not like a, a li- alive like a real thing, like somebody maybe try to kill him in the bathroom Because that I can see, I can see that happening where maybe a, a truck stop parking lot, whatever bathroom, somebody tries to find somebody to kill in psychological yeah. driver. But this is not psychological. <laughs> this is spirit. This is a ghost evil entity. Oh my god, I wonder if he's like evil shit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the evil poop will get you. All right, so. it's trying to re-enter <laughs> you. And it's called Glorious. Glorious.
0: Her name is <laughs> <laughs> Evil Poop. Like Glory Hole. Glorious. Hey. Eh? That just seems so that's just wrong. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some trailers that we just watched this weekend that just got released. First one uh, which was re- uh, Which was shown at uh, San Diego Comic Con The last I think yesterday Was Dungeons and Dragon uh, Trailer It was Honor Among Thieves With Chris Pine um, I'm gonna say this it, The production was there Okay. Production was there I would give it that But I just feel the story Is going to fall so flat Why? I, just by the, I don't know I felt like it was
1: t- It has taken It was I felt like the consideration Of this story Was more than
0: The last one Yeah With Marlon Wayne
1: Yeah I felt like, th- like That one with Marlon Wayne but you know Felt what? like a high school dramedy
0: But here's my thing Alright here's the thing I was thinking about With that what? Was that Yes Dungeons and Dragons Was popular at the t- it, it was always been popular with a very small subset group. yeah um, but since I guess the popularity of stranger things, it catapulted to a whole nother level that a lot of people that never thought of playing Dungeons Dragons are in it. So I think that if it had the popularity that it did at the time that it that other movie would have came out, I think they would have put more respect into the process of writing. And scripting it and production, I think they're using I, this one to 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 use that as I, almost like I feel like it's gonna be a cash grab because people that love Dungeons and Dragons and probably um, uh, Honors Among These is an arc story that they have within them. Um, I, I I think I played a one shot, but I don't fo- I don't have any of the books or anything, so I don't know if it's in there that shows like this is this is an actual campaign. They're just showing it through.
1: Here's my thing. This is and this is a, this is my belief of progression of movies in general, right? I f- feel that around that time, I think it was probably like '90s early 2000s, whatever. Yeah, it was early 2000s. That was the spoof era. That was the time where you basically could make a movie about anything as long as you made reference to it. As that a parody, was enough. I guess. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it basically could be a spoof or parody of it as long as it has the names of those characters. And it was a general idea of it. they can basically write whatever they want. Mm-hmm. they can turn it into any kind of movie they wanted to as long as somehow like it's almost like um I heard there was like this huge disparity between uh, scientific notions in Big Bang theory versus Futurama where Futurama actually used the actual theories to make to make jokes and Big Bang just basically used the names the, the and references references and made jokes yeah. So I think that's that's my huge difference between the ninety the nineties and two thousands to this one, where now we're gonna, we, we gonna need honor. context, we need real. Yeah, they're gonna honor a lot exactly. of the story arcs. I just think and the references, and I guarantee you, like the only way that they would make a to make this and make it good and make people actually into it, especially the people that 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 they're planning to show up to it, are if they genuinely understood the game to make the movie. Yeah, where they made the references properly, but they also made the kind of things that you deal with and the kind of things that you have to go get over and, and mm-hmm. things that only people in that kind of that, that world would understand. Yeah, so that. No, and, of course. And that's the only way Like I saying we live in the time of the real. It sounds weird, but what, what where it, things have to have way more actual detail context versus just being able to reference it in a movie.
0: Yeah. So this is another thing that okay. came to thought when you were saying that. Was that let's say this trailer is the movie, yep. but the real movie is almost like a Jumanji setting. It's not that these people got imported into the game. Is that a bunch of friends gathered together and they started playing and you're just visually seeing what they're seeing in their heads while they're playing it out.
1: Do you think see, but then that's then
0: the- then then that takes a lot of the fantasy and a lot of the overtopness, like anything that's over the top with it. Then being a an actual fantasy, like Lord of the Rings story. You understand? Like, Lords of the Rings was serious, and it had yes, it had like, there's very small moments of humor. But here, they're gonna they're pumping up the comedy. But I think it would be funny if you like have like a group of random friends that meet up and be like, "All right, this is the campaign, Honor Man Thieves. and like you're walking in like the DM, like you're walking through the forest and you see all the team members come in and play, but they're so over the top on how they're doing everything. That it plays along with it.
1: So basically what you're saying is have a... Like Princess uh, and Bride. Have a reveal. No, oh wait, no, you're different. I was going to say reveal. You're talking about a, a throughout thing. Yeah. Where it starts off of the game and then it referenced back to the actual playment. Yeah. But the only thing is is that the, the personality of the characters is where... That might fall off a little bit because when in Princess Bride, they're reading the story, so the characters and their their their, their personalities are embedded in the story. So it's not the right the reader or the little boy, right? Yeah. So it's right. So in this one,
0: it's you're your understanding the character of who they're, they're playing outside is, of it. Don't
1: they do? Because again, I'm trying to learn Dungeons and Dragons. I cannot wait to learn this. But don't they do charisma points and all those different things?
0: Yeah, they cure the character and they have a certain levels and they have certain charisma, strength, agility, power, and everything so else. So
1: then technically their personalities doesn't have to come from the uh, the, the user. Person,
0: no, because a user creates this fictional character and they could inject their own personalities into them or they could create a whole personification of something they would want to be in this world. But it would be cool if they do that And then all of a sudden there's a quick break it's Like you have to go to the bathroom And then you will just have like a, this moment When the actual players are just talking And then just go right back to the movie you Just, just cool? to, to break it up Just to be like alright this, a, a, this is A campaign of honor among thieves Within this group Doesn't mean that this Honor among thieves is going to be played out the same way On another group
1: I got you so you know, be cool is if they create a kind of a back a background noise, or or kind of like a, um, um, those uh, the music or the overtures with the music where they play between scenes. Yeah. But every time they play that, it almost sounds like a dice jump bouncing on. A, oh on my a God! Board. Yes. So like, let's say he goes into a bar and he tries to pick up a girl and he delivers a line. You just hear that. You just hear that. And the girl slaps him, and you know, like not necessarily have to go back and forth. But you know, basically, every time things happen, it's because the dice, dice
0: decides in the manner of what's going to happen. Exactly. See? That would be cool. We uh, should be writers. All right. <laughs> we should be writers. <laughs> Next is Rob Zombie's The Munsters on Netflix. It's also been announced that it's going to go straight to streaming on Netflix. Is, that is net? it Netflix or the Netflix?
1: I, when I saw the trailer, they were just going straight up to Blu ray.
0: No, they supposedly they announced that they're gonna go straight to Netflix. If I'm if I'm not misunderstood, the last time I read it, it was produced by Netflix. So all right, let's. And I think and you said that earlier, and yeah. and, and I like the way you said it. That this is
1: yeah, this is not a um
0: a reimagining, a retelling. This no, yeah. well, no. He did no. He wasn't
1: trying to make a movie about the like, monsters. Monsters. He was trying to uh, to create an homage, a, a love letter, a love letter to, to the original to, series, to
0: the, and and a lot. Of, and what he did was because the monsters came out. In, if I'm not mistaken, the 70s,
1: late. Pretty, yeah, it's or, like black and white.
0: Like 70s, I want to say a little bit, maybe into the early 80s, maybe the last. Nah, co- like 70s, 60s. Yeah, because I mean I don't know when uh, they transitioned
1: from black and white to color, but. That they Looks. went to. They didn't go just go to color. They went to technocolor. and that techno color was this harsh on the eyes. Uh, harsh on the eyes. Yeah, it's, it's like super bright colors. But and that's what this. Oh, sorry,
0: sh- I was way off. Nineteen sixty four.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. And it played for only
0: seventy episodes. Black and white.
1: Seventies. Seventies had color.
0: Yeah. So, and what's what's great about this is that he revived it by two decades. Why well, by three I want to say Because if, even though that was made in the 60s mm-hmm. It had a very 90s feel And a oh, wackiness into it The way the film angle The camera angles The color The comedy um, The pacing of even the trailer You're like And I feel like he's, he's going to be comedic But I know Rob Zombie is going to have a kind of a dark humor and I think, and if you see the trailer, it's very uneasy. It was very uneasy, and it's and you know what's gonna you know what I got the feel from, mm. uh, because he like I guess the dad doesn't want uh, Ed- Edward Hun- Munster, not Eddie. Yeah, yeah. The, the, oh,
1: um, I know you're talking about the the um, uh, darn it, uh, I hate when I blank out it. But Herman yeah, think, Herman Munster. They don't so, want Herman to to get with Lily. Yeah.
0: So I feel like it, it came across as gonna be a very a plus. And this would be great A fan service To have that feel Of The Adams Family where, where They're trying to kill Off uh, Fester To get the money okay. In part two mm-hmm. So it's, I, I would love it to have That, that he's trying to kill The dad uh, Grandpa's trying to kill Herman But it's failing In every attempt So it's, gi- it's giving him Like oh my god I, I can see He's influenced From the Adams Family Which is another Gothic a, like iconic family in the Gothic scene, yeah. And you have Herman Munster and Lily, so I'm like, you have that 90s feel. I'm like, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it because one, it's something that we've always talked about. It's like, what are directors? What what director you want to see do something outside their genre? And Rob Zombie is doing it, which is well. I
1: mean, this is not necessarily outside of his genre. It's
0: because it's very comedic feel. Because a lot of his movies, they mm. might have comedic moments, but they're very more hardcore horror movies. They're mm. they're I haven't. Have I? Have I seen? I've, if I've, if I've, seen uh, I've seen most of his movies, and I don't remember one that's super comedic. If If you could tell me one, then no, I'm no, like, I got you.
1: What I would love to see him do though is either bring back um, this person or introduce us into a new version of her. Um, but Elvira.
0: So Elvira.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, I think. Queen oh yes, yes. Queen yes. of the Darkness, the one. Queen, queen of the Darkness, yes. Yeah, I would love to see another. And the thing is, I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, original viral, I think, is still out there. And she still looks amazing. She still looks incredible for her age. So I, I, I wouldn't be too wrong about bringing her back. But I really wish that they could introduce us to a new one, like bring us to like this iconic queen. Because you know, I like those. I, you know, growing up, I used to love those, where those those uh, TV shows that were hosted by a specific person, like. Tales from the Crypt or anything like that, where
0: unsolved crimes. Well, I don't know about that. That's a, <laughs> that's a different type of horror, right there. It is horror, though. Yeah,
1: it's a different type of horror. But you know, what I mean, like TV shows, like anthology series, where the, where the host. Like, yeah, I love stuff like that. Like, and Elvira is one huge factor in that. And then you have, um, you know, um, Creep Show, and you have Tales Twilight from the Zone. Yeah, the Twilight guy. Twilight Zone too. That's what I'm saying. That, that's that's a huge portion of our like, and I feel like Which, what was the
0: other one, The Hitchhiker.
1: Which one was Hitchhiker?
0: Uh, I think it was part of the Twilight Zone series. I feel like
1: you're, think, you're, you're thinking about Red Book, which is a whole different type no, of No, Black no, 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 not Red Book. <laughs> it was a Red Book.
0: It, I remember it was the story of, called The Hitchhiker. Okay. But I think it was from Tales of the Crypt, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, there
1: was a Tales of the Crypt with a Hitchhiker, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that's what and it I don't get I me wrong. I thought Black Mirror was a good kind of thing of it. The
0: Black Mirror was good in the first two seasons. I, I rewatched the whole thing. The first two seasons were solid.
1: They're amazing, yeah. And the I, third and fourth, and they
0: come back with the fifth one now. What was wrong with four? Did you watch four? Four was with the Street Fighter couple. No, what was wrong with three? Uh, three is when they, when they were introducing a lot of the... Um, it, it came into stateside. And they started doing a lot of productions here. So the stories or the writing wasn't as intriguing as the first two. Except for the last story on season four. Where the museum one was good which is micro stories, but everything else is like, okay, I get it. But it, I don't know. It's just something about the first two seasons. It was like, it, it, it created more conversation. I get you.
1: I think I understand. Cause I, I, while I liked the whole, what was it? That one little, uh, uh, bean thing, whatever that yeah. basically. And the, the soldier think was another one. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, they, they seemed very, uh, outer limits type thing. Yeah. Rather, but they didn't have the same, you know, Weight to it, yeah. Like if you think back to their first episode with the pig and the the politician, and,
0: and the second one was I think a this, kid that
1: was getting uh, uh, bullied, not bullied. He, uh, was, he was he was he was blackmailed, forced, blackmailed, and then it had that twist at the end.
0: Yeah, you're like that's heavy. That's what I'm saying. They had or heavy, the other girl yeah. that was sh- shown as a that was followed by a paparazzi, oh like people filming her. What was that? It was so so the thing that one was.
1: Oh, or the one that they're supposed to make into a movie—the one where everybody had a bean that no. mem- like recorded their everybody.
0: No, no, the mm-hmm. one that one was the film one was I forgot. It was White Bear Mountain, okay. and that one was about that this girl. Oh
1: yeah, she didn't know that they were filming her. Well, not just yeah. that, but she relived that every day.
0: She relived that that whole thing every day
1: because uh, it was her punishment.
0: It was her punishment because yeah. she and her and her boyfriend kidnapped. Killed some and killed and other stuff and you know I mean
1: yeah and she had to live this like crazy thing where she literally gets her mind wiped every day every day and has to live
0: this moment of like people like, the entire the,
1: like basically it was like a theme park where right? yeah. everybody just kind of tortured
0: yeah pretty yeah, much fucked up that's crazy so yeah
1: um so yeah, I mean again all that was heavy those like super heavy topics so yeah but
0: and that's what I was saying is like a lot of Rob Zombie going back to the movie Rob Zombie movies are always heavy horror this is one of the first ones. That he's doing, he's touching on comedy and not even like comedy, like 2022 comedy. Yeah. Isn't it be a lot of over the top wack in his 90s comedy that is going to be cheesy as fuck. And that's what I like about it. I'm like, all right, let let's, let's you're going to test this water. I'm testing it with you. I'm going to watch it. I mean,
1: and I, and I appreciate it because I think what it is is like, okay, so, you know, obviously, you know, he was into horror. He was obviously a huge fan of horror. But obviously that stems, when you're a little kid, that stems from somewhere else. You know, it doesn't go, it, like, you're not sitting there watching straight up, you know, mutilation movies that freaking 10 or 10 years old or something like that, possibly or even younger. Yeah. But these other movies that kind of the brought shows. you into it, where you start appreciating the dark, the dark humor, the dark yeah. version of these characters. Yeah. So definitely, the, you know, the There's monsters, the the Addams family. Yeah. That's,
0: you know. that's a true love letter to them. And and I love when a director does that, when they... When, uh, when he casted they,
1: well. He did everything well.
0: Yeah. And he rebuilt the movie. the movie. We talked about it. He re- rebuilt the, the whole house. Like pretty much exactly to the spec of the movie, of the TV show. With minor changes, I guess, along the way.
1: And also my favorite thing is that, because obviously this, this seems to be a prequel. In a sense that this is when they first met. Yeah. And I like the fact that, because most Hollywood movies, when they do a prequel, especially of those characters... They would have gone to like somebody like teenagers, you know, like or, or young 20 year olds. Yeah. And I like the fact that, no, he got people that look like they would be the original cast. Yeah. Characters. The original characters. In the movie. Yeah. Because uh, they would go into 20s to try to cheese it up. Almost like uh, when they did uh, the Flintstones or something like that. Yeah.
0: I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Like instead of John Goodman, it was somebody else. But, you know, like it kind of, you know, you get cheesy when you try to do that a little bit. But I like the fact that they literally got characters that look like the original cast. Even if they're younger. Yeah. Perfect.
0: All right. So last uh, one, two more movies we're going to touch on is both horror, which is funny. Mm -hmm. First one is Halloween Ends. So this is uh, the last movie of the Halloween trilogy, the recent Halloween trilogy, even though it's like Halloween 55. Yeah. It's the last one of the series, Halloween Ends. This is where it feels like everything's filmed in the same day, like you told me.
1: Yeah, it's all filmed the same night.
0: Oh, it's 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 appeared to be on the same night. That's what it is, and I I we reviewed the last one, which was really good, and even though we reviewed the one prior to that, I think I am a mistake in the first when we started this. Before we were Nerds in the City, we reviewed Halloween. That was the first movie we reviewed. I remembered. Yeah. So I love that we're here from from the first movie. Now we're watching the third third one coming out. And this trailer, I'm like, I'm all for it. Give me the gore. Give me the body count. I feel like this might not have a body count. Like, I feel like this
1: one's going to be a straight out battle between. Jamie Lee Curtis and
0: Michael. Yeah,
1: that's what the trailer so far shows. And I think that's the way it's going to be where. Because think about it. If this is all, think about it. It's not in the sense of this is a sequel. Think about it. This is all one movie, right? He escapes. He goes through some stuff. You know the suspicion, the the craziness that goes into it, where they think they won and they didn't type thing. Yeah. And now we get into the straight up battle between you know good and, good evil. and evil, right? Well, here's so, a I don't the, know if they're gonna do that for two hours, but I yeah. know, know.
0: But what about we just talked about at the beginning of this podcast? What happened if Michael sacrifices himself for Jamie Lee Curtis, and he has a last fucking line? He's Bro, never,
1: He's never talked, so that'd be interesting to do. That would that. be
0: fucking nuts.
1: I don't know. What was <laughs> the thing is, okay, this has to be a different thing because this is somebody who's never spoke a word. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. That, w- that would be fucking... Talking about a villain sacrificing for the hero, it, it would be funny if this movie does it and he has a last line that nobody's ever heard him speak and he actually speaks the first line, line in 30 years. Yes. <laughs>
1: Would you make it something that's easy to follow or something maybe the only fans would understand? Or? I think
0: something that only the fans would understand because you, you want to, yes, we have. there's new fans that, that just started, probably just started the series and maybe going back to the other ones or they just choose not to. But if I'm going to do it and I'm going to go all out and I'm going to give him one line, I am for sure going to give the fan service to the true hardcore fans.
1: So what about if he says something like, um, fuck Captain Kirk?
0: I don't
1: know You don't know what that means?
0: No, no, I don't know how I feel I'm not a true hardcore fan
1: Okay <laughs> Okay, wait You know, you don't know what that means though, right?
0: No Please, please explain I haven't watched all of them yet No, There's it's
1: it's just a thing that happens It's his mask
0: Oh Cause it looks like Captain it No, was, it is It's it supposedly like, The
1: original mask was just like Captain a Captain Kirk mask Spray painted white or something Yeah like, So It
0: was just for Captain Kirk <laughs>
1: That's what I said Is like, it'd be just like, This is his last words yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think What would be an interesting last word Is like Something where it's like
0: Are we going back to this With, with, with Michael <laughs> No no I'm just For Michael
1: Myers To say his last words When he's never talked before he says, Especially I lo- because he's he saying it What too. happened to was
0: like, I love you And that's it And he dies
1: Like, you're like not, l- What about l- if he l- says You're not my sister
0: <laughs>
1: Like she would be happy about that No no no, no But think, think about it because
0: she, He says Ohana
1: what the fuck?
0: It's like, <laughs> like well, nobody,
1: just, just like, you're not, you know, something like that. Something like you're not my sister or something no, like that. Like know. It would confuse her, but it, the fans would be like, because remember, there's always been that weird suspicion that that the was his sister. Yeah.
0: Well, let's let's see what happens. It's, my sister
1: was a whore. Like,
0: I don't <laughs> my sister was a whore. <laughs> it comes out October twenty uh, October 14th, twenty two. <laughs> my sister was a whore. It would explain why he went into the first time. Oh, God. All right. You know, I'm, I'm cutting you off on that one. Okay. That's it. All right. All right. Last movie, real quick. Yeah. It's going to be Orphan, First Kill. Yeah. This is a prequel to Orphan, Second Kill. I don't know if that was the name of it, but we'll go with it. And it's following Esther's coming back. And and the weirdest thing about this movie is that they did get the same actress that played in, in the original mm-hmm movie but the movie was like around 10 years old or something like that like almost
1: 15 years ago F- yeah 15 it's, it's pretty it's pretty up there like
0: yeah it's, it's good get, it's getting there in years uh, uh, as his release
1: date she was actually a little girl like, yeah so now
0: she, but now she, they're having her play fucking walking on her knees throughout the whole fucking movie <laughs> <She> <laughs> it's it just
1: look. just looks like i don't but like, <laughs> like you know it reminds me of it reminds me of clifford you remember clifford with uh uh there was a uh, um what is this comedian's name any murphy no not uh, Martin Short. Oh, yes. They for Martin Short where he is like, mind you, at that point he has to be like a 30, 40-year-old man and he's playing to be like the 10-year-old kid. And yes. Like he literally would just be walking around on his knees the whole time pretending to be like his little kid like whatever but oh my god it's just funny because every time you see like you can you, tell you can
0: tell she's struggling when 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 they ask her like esther and you she's supposed to turn like dramatically you just see like her knees buckle. she's or like no just
1: this is little person is like, like and it kills me because again it's not that she looks old like she looks like a young
0: woman no she looks oh she oh, looks what young are, she yeah she's still young and she's but she she doesn't she, obviously she doesn't, look like her, like if if somebody's gonna pretend to be ten years old, that's that's what it is, it is. She
1: does look young, but she doesn't look you know as young as she did in the first one. Of course, of course. But she does look young. She doesn't look old like like you know whatever. However, the the funniest thing to me was that where it's like she has these
0: like, long ass arms,
1: like her her shoulder with I don't know something about it, but it's just. Every time you see a panned out shot of her, she looks like she's like a, like five or six years old. Like yeah, it's like this tiny little person. It almost seems like a with like
0: a, with a seventy two wingspan arms, yeah, for real.
1: Like when they do uh, when they do uh, a child's play, when you see like the the sequence of a, like somebody running around in a costume, yeah, that's what it looks like. It just looks like an awkwardly shaped small <laughs> individual, because it's like you could either put a kid in that outfit or you could put somebody you know a little person in that outfit, but because they're in the outfit and they're supposed to be looking a little different. They look weird. Yeah. Like, because the outfit makes them look. I don't know. It's just something about the, the proportions of it, uh, uh, of <laughs> this person who's supposed yeah. to be a little kid and who is not. Because, obviously, proportion wise she's not built to be a little kid. Yeah. Her, like, something about, like, she she's talking to uh, the mother and the thing. And you, you know, sometimes I think that they're, not necessarily that she's not shorter than her, but she's not. To her belly button, she has to be like to her shoulder width, yeah, height wise, and, and she's to, like
0: five. It's the
1: funniest thing, oh but yeah, uh, I, I was excited about it. And I was and I was wondering how they were going to make it look. I was going to look and everything
0: until so you saw the trilogy,
1: like. No, but I'm off. excited to watch it even more now because I want to like. I'm like, yo! I'm I can see her feet. That. I can
0: see her feet like behind the fucking couch.
1: This, this, I just can't wait for the scene where she's sitting on on a high chair a or sitting
0: somebody's chair. lap. I want to see that. I want to see what they're going to do. Like, she's like, Oh, let's take a funny photo. And they like, they put it in somebody's lap. Well,
1: what I want to know is because obviously, okay. So the first time it was a huge controversial scene because at the time we did not know that she was freaking like she was actually a grown ass woman in a little girl's body. Mm -hmm. But when she went, when she was trying to, when she hit on her, the the dad. Yeah. So that was her MO, which this one's supposed to be the start of her MO. And now I wonder what they're going to do with it. Because think about it. Now we know she's, the, she's like a grown ass woman, a little girl's body. Yeah. So my question is, are they going to try to push that? They will. Because the first time was a shock just for what she did. Oh, my God. What the heck just happened? Did she just grab his, you know, whatever. And then we later on, found, oh, still messed up. But now, OK, she was a she, grown woman. Yeah. Now we're going into it knowing she's a grown woman.
0: Oh, well, let's see what happens. I, I'm, I'll watch it with you. But I'm like, it's coming out. I think it's come out.
1: Come on, we got a lot. We got to always find harmonies to laugh at.
0: Yeah, that's right. We'll laugh at this one. All right, guys. That would be it for the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at from my mom's garage. Or you can email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.
1: Later. Later.